This anointed teaching by Apostle David Muluzi is brought to you by God's Tabernacle Christian Family Church. We hope you have an encounter with God as you listen to this message. Praise, 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 praise. Come on, somebody put your hands together for Jesus. Lift your hands with me and begin to thank God. Let's bless his name for giving us yet another day. Bless his name for giving us yet another opportunity. Let's even thank him for the word that we have just received. Just bless his name. Just magnify the name of the Lord. The Bible says the name of the Lord is a strong and a mighty tower. The righteous run into it and they are saved. Let's pray for salvation this afternoon, salvation this evening. Bless the name of the Lord. Bless the name of the Lord. Will you help me sing this song? You are here moving in this place. I worship you. I worship you. You are here. You are here. Moving in this place, I worship you. Come on, worship him. I worship you. You are here. You are here. Turning lives around. Turning lives around. I worship you. I worship you. Lord, I worship you. I worship you. Somebody sing Waymaker, Waymaker, Miracle Worker, Promise Keeper, Light in the Darkness, My God, that is who you are. Oh, Waymaker, Waymaker, Miracle Worker, Promise Keeper, Light in the darkness, oh Lord, there is who you are. You are the way maker, miracle worker, promise keeper. Light in the darkness, my God, there is who you are. You are the way maker. Miracle work, promise keeper, light in the darkness, my God, that is who you are. Oh, you are the way make, way make, miracle work, promise keeper, light in the darkness, my God. 
give you the praise I didn't get an amen. amen Lord we thank you for the mighty things you have done for us amen. we thank you for the gift of life we don't take life for granted at all it's not many people who went to bed last night who are still alive and if grace has found us to be alive we lift our voice and we shout and say thank you Lord do I have a witness in the house to shout and say thank you Lord we bless you for the conference bless you for the opportunity to even speak bless you for the opportunity to sit the four great men to speak thank you for what you have given us and as your word says the steadfast love of the Lord never ceases your mercies never come to an end they are new every morning every afternoon and every evening thank you for yesterday's manner but we are believing you for today's manner bless this great church bless the bishop of the house and the great lady and the children and the members and every worker here father this afternoon as i speak speak through me make preaching teaching and ministry very easy when all is done we'll be careful to give you the glory in jesus name and let everybody say amen, amen. come on put your hands together and be seated <laughs> hallelujah well i want to bring greetings to the apostle of the house thank you for inviting me i don't take it for granted at all i have a very busy schedule there was times in ministry that for five years i never was anywhere yeah and i always believed that my calling was a pastor just to be in the church but things change yeah and i was very happy staying at one place i never flown anywhere and i was so happy our church became the biggest Baptist church in Europe. We had first service, second service, third service, fourth service, fifth service. Then the evening we had C service. So I was very comfortable sitting there and, and enjoying. If you invite me, I even throw the invitation away. Because I was so busy, I don't know why I should even go anywhere. But I realize that time changes. That sometimes God wants you somewhere. Yeah. And for the past few years, almost every month I'm somewhere. Almost every month I'm somewhere. Sometimes I fly about 10 planes within one month get here, come here, go here. And, and I realize that ministry changes. Sometimes God wants you somewhere. And sometimes God wants to take you. Nobody likes flying. Nobody. Because I, I've, I've flown in here. No matter how many times you have flown, you, you, when you are hanging there, it's not that easy. Some of you are looking at me because you've not flown before. And look at your neighbor and say, I don't know whether he's talking about you. No matter how comfortable the plane is, 
when you are hanging there even though flying is the safest form of transport when you are out there like coming here 11 hours in the plane it wasn't that simple but thank God that he gives us the grace amen, amen. now this afternoon for the one hour that I have here I want to talk for 30 minutes and we want to pray for another 30 minutes amen. can I get an amen, amen. I said can I get an amen, amen. because I realized also in one of your um, is that proclamation of faith or declaration of yes you have in it that we believe in prayer yeah and over the past few years I stopped conference speaking and the Lord put it on my heart to lead prayer, bring revival to the church because I realized that the church has become prayerless. And especially the introduction of the prophetic, everybody wants to go and sit down and let somebody tell them something. So, Bishop Haruna, the kind of prayer meetings we used to have, we go wrong. Nobody is giving you revelation. You are dead to pray. Yes. Yeah. You are dead to lift your hands and to pray. And miracles happen. Yes. That kind of prayer has left the church. So the Lord started putting it on my heart to lead prayer. So most of my meetings have been prayer meetings. Yeah. In fact... Uh, if it was not apostle, I wouldn't have accepted to come to a conference. I would have said, Apostle, give me a week of prayer. That's what I do. Anybody that invites, I say, you go ahead with your conference and give me a week of prayer. Because, Apostle, when we pray, things happen. And I always say that the world has got everything more than we do. But the only thing they don't have more is our prayer and our power. If we talk about cars, they've got more cars than we do. I live in a country, in a, in a, in a city where they produce the Ford cars in East London. And I always drive past the factory and there are tens of thousands of cars packed there, not sold. So when we come to church and we see cars here, we are happy. But the unbelievers have got a lot of cars that they have not even sold. When we build, we are happy. I have a friend in Nigeria. He built a church of $1 billion. I don't know how, Apostle Haruna, whether you know him. Yeah. Adifarasi. He preached in my church September 11. He was going to America when there was a bombing and he came to my church to pray. He built a church of $1 billion. Not $100 million. Look at you and say, I'll also be there one day. <laughs> but the interesting thing is that there are so many buildings that the unbelievers have got that are billions of dollars. So we can't overpride ourselves with those things. Because whatever we have, they have more. But there is something that we have that the unbelievers don't have. And that is when we go on our knees. Oh, can I get an amen? amen? That is where the prophet of God can go to the king and say, I lock the heavens. And according to my word, it shall never rain until I say so. 
I came to prophesy on somebody as you begin to pray. I say, as you begin to pray this afternoon, may the heavens hear your prayer. What you have more than the world is your prayer life. Yeah. And put me back on the text, Ephesians chapter 1, verse 15. Um, yesterday I dealt with the true, the tangibility of your faith. And you see, Paul goes into the next verse, verse 16, and I link it to what I'm going to talk about. He said, I do not cease to give thanks for you, making mention of you in my prayers. Because the Apostle Paul make mention, he, he does not cease. It means that whatever it takes to carry a child of God, a man of God, it takes prayer. Amen. This work that we do, without prayer we won't survive. Amen. I differ a little bit with the Apostle when he said that um, there are no demons here. Sometimes they will be here. Sometimes there are people in the church who are just there to make sure that they mess up things. Yeah. yeah. I went with one of my friends who is dead. He was a speaker for the full gospel. We organized a full gospel meeting in a, in a church, in, in a hotel in the, in the northern part of Ghana. Immediately he stood up to preach. He fell down. We picked him up. And lay hands on him. And he came to himself. And he started preaching. You know when he finished preaching. Powerful. The power of God was everywhere. When he made an altar call. Almost about 100 people who came forward. They came with juju. Yeah. They came with juju. How do you call it here? Muti. Yeah. They came with Muti. They came with Muti. They said, we came to test you. Yeah. They said, we came to test you. And now we have seen that our powers have failed. And the power of Jesus is stronger than ours. So we surrender our powers. I prophesy that the Lord will enrich, empower you to the point whereby no demon will be able to stand against you. Yeah. They came with juju to try. They are in the church and they have muti. Black power. I pray that there is not in this church, the other church. And if you have it in this church, we paralyze it in the name of Jesus. Lift your hands and say, The power of God. Let it be over me. Yeah. So over the years, that's why Paul saying, make mention of you in my prayers. For what? Look, some of us are standing because of the prayers of this man of God. Yeah. Some of us, or even all of us. I have another book. I have all my books are books of prayer. I have another book, Prayer That Moves Mountains. And one of the prayers I have in it, the prayer of the set man of God. There are certain things that it's only him who can turn the hand of God in your favor. Yes. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. Oh yeah. There are certain things it's only him. The one who is set on you. 
he can go to God and say, God, you know, this is my member. Even though he doesn't deserve this, do it for him. Do it for her. Prayer of the set man of God. And I was saying, there's another prayer that I say, prayer of your ancestors. If I say your ancestors, I'm not talking about. Or let me use the, the right. Prayer of your forefathers in faith. You see, a time is going to come, God is going to deal with your children because of you. Yeah. Because most of the things that the Lord dealt with Israel, the current Israel, say, because of your father Abraham. So, most of the things that we are doing today, you are doing it for yourself and also for generation. I always teach my children. You might not be as spiritual as I am, but when you encounter problem anywhere, say, I'm praying in the name of the God of my father. Israel, as at now, is not a Christian nation or even a godly nation. But they are enjoying the prayers and the goodwill of their forefathers. I've been to Israel 15 times. Every year, that's where I go for my anointing. Whatever you believe in work for you. Can I get an amen? amen? The first time I went there, they took us to the tomb. And uh, I went and I laid in the tomb. And they said, okay, everybody, come out. Other people are coming. I said, hey, I didn't come for tourism. I came for power. Yeah. <laughs> I said, I didn't come for tourism. I didn't fly all the way from London just to see. No. I'm here to tap the power in the tomb. Because I have read somewhere that a prophet died. And many years, when they were going to bury somebody and the person fell on the bones of the prophet, that person resurrected. And if a prophet's bones can resurrect somebody, how much more the place where they laid my Savior, the anointed one of Israel. Can I get an amen? Amen. So I go there every year. The wailing wall, walking around it is two hours. I walk around it and I lift my hands. I said, God, empower me. I said, God, bless me. I'm in your land. And apostle, Solomon prayed a prayer. And that prayer for the dedication of the temple, he prayed that inside prayer to cover all of us. He said that if even somebody who is not an Israeli but from Polokwani, hear of your name and come here to pray. Answer him. And I pray that that power, that answer will be your portion. Yeah. He said that. that. Look, and when he finished that prayer, the Bible says God descended. It means God had a prayer. So I go there every year to pray and to tap into what is in that land. You see, don't we love Polokwani? Yeah. If you travel if anywhere, home is home, isn't it? Yeah. You can be in the U.S., you can be wherever, but coming home, you feel good, isn't it? Yeah. So if we feel good coming home to our own natural home, what about our spiritual home? So everybody must make it a point to go to Israel at least once in your lifetime. Yeah. The Muslims is, 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 a, is an agenda. 
you have to be in Mecca once as a requirement. And I always say that if you are a reverend and you have not been to Israel, we have to dereverend you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because I always say that, look, we have been preaching this book. Let me have your Bible. You have been preaching this book for years. And all the evidence is just six hours away. Why don't go and check it out? Why don't go and check it out? The Sea of Galilee, is it true? Go and check it out. The River Jordan, is it true? Go and check it out. Because this is what you have been preaching. There's no chemist who doesn't go to, uh, there's no pharmacist who doesn't go to um, the lab to check whether these um, chemicals, they work. So, if you are a preacher and you have not gone to Israel, I give you one year. If you don't go, we dereverend you. <laughs> Somebody say, God have mercy. Go and check it out. Go and check your Bible. The Sea of Galilee, where Jesus performed his miracle. The River Jordan, where Jesus was baptized. Go and check it out. Yeah. Oh, great. And those who have not bought their ticket, buy it now. Yeah. The, the, the best thing, I always say that I like argument because I, the faith, our faith must be intelligible. I can't believe in something which is a story. I have to check it out. And when I go to Israel, I see the River Jordan. I think when we went to Israel, um, Bishop Doug said, He's a Baptist man. Let him baptize all the pastors. <laughs> so I baptize all the bishops. I don't know whether I baptize you as well. You didn't baptize on that day. Yeah. yeah. Go and get baptized in the same river that Jesus was baptized. Then you know that your Bible is true. Can I get an amen? amen. Somebody say, Jesus is, Lord. Jesus is Lord. So to get back, Paul was saying, I make mention in my church Every Wednesday, that is me. Every Wednesday, I have all night. Every Wednesday and the all night, at the end of 31st, every member writes a request. I gather all of them from all the branches. Every Wednesday, I'm in the church, praying from 12 to 4 on the request. Every Wednesday. And anywhere I travel, if I travel anywhere, and I take envelopes from people, I take it to London. And every Wednesday, because I believe like Paul said, the prayers we make for you is very important. Because some of you might not be able to even know what you are dealing with. And understand that we are dealing with something. Yeah. I'm a Baptist, but I'm a charismatic Baptist. I'm a different breed of Baptist. And I have been in the forefront of spiritual warfare. So I understand what I'm talking about. He said, I made mention of you in my prayer. Why does Paul have to pray for them? Because the prayer of the apostle is a prayer that goes further than their own prayer. Yeah. And using that, I want to branch into this book. Deliver us from the evil one. Someone say, deliver us from the evil one. 
I was saying that this book, I was sleeping one day when I decided or when the Spirit of the Lord put it on my heart to be leading prayer. Um, as Apostle was saying, every gifting, everybody has their gifting. Everybody has got their area. Some are very good in raising funds. You bring them here, there are 10 people here, they will raise a million dollars. That is their gifting. Yeah, that is their gifting. So we measure in a conference like this, we are able to benefit from the giftings of other people. And my area that I'm very strong, apart from conference speaking, is the area of prayer. So the Lord has granted me so many revelations and, 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 and books on, on, on prayer. And also, because of my background, I check things. I'm a theologian because I've been to Bible school for over 15 years. Yeah. So, when God drops something which is spiritual, you, you have to check it and make sure it's also theological. So that you just don't talk your own mind. You see, the problem with a lot of deliverance ministers is that they, they talk on things that you can't find the basis in the Bible. Yeah. They, they are based on mostly experience. And experience can be dodgy. It could be your own experience. So, so when God gives me anything, I check it biblically. And I was sleeping one night and the Spirit of the Lord spoke to me and says, son, wake up. And I woke up. He says, I'm going to show you the evils that the devil brings against the church. Look, the devil attacks the church. You've got to understand that. Is it not the scriptures that say we do not wrestle against flesh and blood? I didn't say it. But against principalities and powers, against spiritual wickedness in higher places. So, which means the church will always be battling with the devil. And all those names are not there to make you comfortable. Then there will not be those principalities. They are not there to make you comfortable. Then there will not be the need for prayer in the church. Remember, the disciples asked Jesus when he was alive that, um, why is that your disciples, they don't fast and pray? And they were not, the, the text only talks about fasting. But you see, every time you hear fasting, it's prayer and fasting. Because if you fast and you don't pray, it's Ramadan. It's not, uh, it's not fasting. That's Ramadan, where you just fast. Yes. And even they eat 4 a.m. That one, I can do it for 10 years. You eat a lot of food 4 a.m., then you start the fast. Is that not a very good fast? It's a very good fast. I can do it for the rest of my life. And Jesus said, now I'm with them. But when I go, when I leave, which means prayer and fasting must be their lifestyle. Yeah. Because the devil, all what we are doing in Polokwani, there are also meetings going on to make sure we are shut down. Therefore, we've got to be aware of the tricks of the devil. So I sat down and I wrote this book overnight. Because I was saying yesterday at table that all my books, I wrote them overnight. Because they are inspirational books. 
So if you don't, it's not like you're going to research. No. And the Lord started writing to me the things that as believers we have to pray against. The first that the Spirit of the Lord gave me was premature death. Yeah. Premature death. Lift your hands and say, I shall not die. I shall not die. Yeah. I was sure. He said, yeah. He said, the enemy, you see, as we are serving God, the Bible says, with long life will I satisfy you. Yes. What would the devil also say? With short life. If the devil will want to do anything, if he want to battle, is to cut us short. Can you imagine if Brother Mars was still living? The impact. The impact. Most of, most of the Ghanaian preachers, the big ones, they all copied from Pastor Mars. The person believe what I'm saying. That person is catching the spirit. That is, yeah. Nine people died. If Brother Mars was living the impact, the people and the revelation, and man of God, in ministry, the older you become, the more anointed you become. So look at your neighbor and say, we are not dying now. We are not dying now. No, you didn't say it. Well, leave your seat. Go and find three people and tell them you are not dying now. Leave your seat. Go and tell three people you are not dying now. Tell them you are not dying now. You will live long. You are too young to die. Oh yes. We are not dying now. We are not dying now. Somebody shout hallelujah. I say 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 somebody shout hallelujah. Man of God, look. When even we are retired, that is when we are very powerful. When, when the people were fighting and they were losing, then they realized there's a secret. There is an anointed man of God who is retired. Let's go and bring him to the battlefield. Understand that they were current priests, current prophets, those who were there. But you see, the anointing on the early men of God, you can't balance it with anything. They said, Moses, we need you. Moses said, look, I'm retired. He said, he said, he said we still need you. We need the old anointing. You see, when you serve God and you become old... You have a place in London. We call it the House of Lords. After you have become a parliamentarian and you have retired, they put you in the House of Lords, which is the highest authority. These are people who have served the country and are retired. So they are Lord. If even unbelievers have laws, then God has also his laws. I pray that you will live long and become an authority. They brought Moses. And Moses said, you know what? The power is in my hands. But I'm too old. I can't lift my hands. They said, that's not a problem. They said, you come. Come. And they said, you come. They said, the power, as long as the power is in his hands, we will lift it for him. They lifted it. 
and the Bible says as the hands of Moses was lifted, they were winning the war. You will live long. When your children come to you, you will bless them. When your children come to you, prophesy good things over their lives. Somebody shout hallelujah. Yeah. So long life is a right, but the devil battles it. And he took me through the scriptures. Open your Bible with me. You see, this is a book that everybody must have it. Not because I'm marketing it. Because the price, as he said, is not even uh, printing costs. Bringing it from London. But it gives you the things to pray for. Yeah. Because I say that, man of God, the disciples, one of the, they asked Jesus three questions in their lifetime. One of them is, teach us how to pray. And if the disciples, after three years, will ask Jesus, teach us how to pray. Which means prayer must be taught. Which means you have to understand prayer. Which means you need the principles of prayer. And when he asked them in Matthew chapter 6 verse 13, if you can put it on, the Lord's Prayer, quickly. Also be alternating my time so that I know where I'm going. Because I want us to pray. If we don't get it now, the, the next time we're going to pray. You see, um, let's take it to the Lord's Prayer. I think we all know it, isn't it? Shall we say, ready, go. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive Now, this translation is a very good translation. Because it says, but deliver us from the evil one. Now, if you look at the text in the book, I explain that this is not a prayer to say. But it's giving you the basis of prayer. So those of us who are lazy, all our prayers, our Father, we just have it, hello, there you go. No. He was telling us, the embodiments of prayer or the outline of prayer. And if you look at verse 9, he talks about worship. Our Father who art in heaven. That's why whenever we're starting, we're having good worship by our worship leaders. You come to God and you worship Him. You go to any great king, you worship Him. You mention His name. I don't know about here whether you have, yeah, you have Zululand and you have all those. You don't go to any king. We have the Asantehine in Ghana. A great chief, a great kingdom. They fought the British and, and conquer, conquered them. He's a very powerful. And whenever he's coming, you have to worship him. You have to say good things. All the names of God, like uh, the king of kings, he has it. Yeah. Yeah. You have to say it to him. Worship him. So, Jesus was saying that when we come to God, we have to worship him. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. So that is the worship part. Then you go to verse 10. You pray for the kingdom of God. Yeah. Your kingdom come.
and your will be done on earth. That is the prayer that was prayed. That is why the gospel came to Africa. Yeah. That is what the prayer that the forefathers prayed. Your mother prayed. That is why you are now in the kingdom. So we have to pray that the gospel will go to uh, Namibia, Swaziland, other parts, Asia, India, Iran, and all those places. It should be the part of every believer. Then he moves on to verse um, 11 and he says, Supply our daily needs. Give us this day our daily bread. And, and I always say that those of us who live in London, you might not even need to pray this prayer. Because if even you don't have food, you walk to any restaurant and say, Look, I don't have food. They'll give you food to eat free. Yeah. Yeah. We have homeless feeding every Friday. And the big restaurant, they bring us food. Sometimes I even take some of the food home. Yeah, because that is the, the big food that you go and pay big money. Yeah, the big, like Nando's will bring us. I love Nando's. I go to Nando's every Monday with my family. And Nando's will bring us chicken. So why wouldn't I take some home? I also make myself homeless that day and eat the chicken. <laughs> that day I don't have to pay for it. So over there, this prayer might not be necessary for a lot. But there are some in Africa, growing up in Africa, sometimes in order to eat, you need to fast and pray before you eat. Are you understanding me? Some of us are fasting not because we are fasting, because there's no food. So the daily provision becomes a prayer for some. Then you go to the next acknowledgement of forgiveness verse 12 forgive us our trespasses jesus was saying one of the keys of prayer your prayer being heard is to forgive one another look at your neighbor and say i forgive you, I forgive you. tell them the money you took for me i forgive you <laughs> don't pay it back <laughs> hallelujah then you come to the last one he says request for spiritual protection now understand this Jesus, the disciples are asking Jesus to teach us how to pray. And he has given them all this outline. And one of them is that, hey guys, you should always, this is the New Testament, request for me to deliver you from the devil. It's a constant prayer. If not, then we should just get born again and that's it. We don't do anything. He says, the, the last bit verse, 11. Can you put it? And do not... No, go back. Go back to... Give us this our daily bread. Go on. No, come to verse 12. And forgive us our debtors as we forgive those who forgive us. Uh, forgive our debtors. And do not lead us into temptation, but deliver us so it's a requirement can i get an amen? amen this is a revelation the lord gave him that look sometimes we don't ask him you see the bible says, ask and it shall what be given unto you and he gave me this list that we should be praying against it if i'm a believer and i'm going to pray what am i going to pray about apart from praying for salvation what else I have to be able to pray against the works of the devil. The Bible says resist the devil and he will what? So if we don't resist him, it means he's not going anywhere. 
Lift your hands and say, in the name of Jesus. Any demon around me, in my house, in my work, in my office, in my family, I resist you. Loose. Prayer for spiritual protection. And one of the things that the Spirit of the Lord laid on my heart was premature death. And it was interesting. Open your Bible to the book of James chapter 12. James chapter 12. The book of James chapter 12. Let's look at verse 1. James. James. Sorry, 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 sorry. Acts chapter 12. I'm going to talk about James. So I said, James. James hasn't even got it. Acts chapter 12. Quickly. Acts chapter 12, verse 1. Now he says that, listen to this. Now, about that time, Herod the king stretched out his hands to harass some from where? The church. To harass some. Herod. If you want a type of a devil, it's Herod. Yeah. Just as Moses is a type of Jesus. If you want a type of a devil, it's Herod. Because anytime you heard the name of Herod, he was killing. Check. So, for Herod, God has to kill him himself. Yeah. I pray that the Lord himself will kill your enemies. You see? Sometimes we say pray for our enemies. Yes, my enemies, the prayer I'll pray for you is to become born again. But if you will not become born again and you want to fight against me, the pit that you dug for me, you will be the one to fall in it. South Africans don't understand that. <laughs> yeah. Lift your hands in the name of Jesus. No weapon fashion against me shall prosper and any tongue that will rise against me. I condemn it. Look. We have been in spiritual warfare. We have been in places. Whereby people have just made up their mind. That these guys were going to kill them. Coming to preach the gospel. The Bible says. Herod stretched forth his hand. So as we are seated as church, we will be very naive to think that the devil has just left us. Yeah. That's what the Bible says. He roams around like an angry lion. It's a New Testament verse, isn't it? Seek it. Yeah. But may he never come near your habitation. Yeah. He stretched forth his hand. An apostle, James was an apostle and the Bible says... To harass the church. Go to verse 2. Verse 2. Then he killed James, the brother of John, with a sword. He killed him. He was an apostle. He killed him with a sword. He stretched forth his hands. He harassed the church. Then he picked an apostle. Now, if you check the age of James, he was not even 40. Lift your hand and say, I shall not die young. I will not be killed. Now I have revelation. I'm praying against premature death. Yeah. He stretched forth his hands and picked him up. 
He was an apostle and killed him. And I'm sure the church had a nice burial service for, for James. Then watch the next verse. Watch that. The next verse will give you a revelation. Verse 3. Verse 3. And because he saw that it pleases the Jews. You see, whenever a disaster happened to the church, the enemy, they are happy. When you don't go on well, the devil is happy. When your child is not able to graduate, the devil is happy. When things are bad concerning your life, the devil is happy. But I came to prophesy on somebody that the devil will never be happy for a long time. God is going to give you the last laugh. Amen. Only those who said amen, I said God is going to give you the last laugh. Amen. Yeah. It pleases the Jews. So wow. Doing this against Polokwani Church is the, every the unbelievers are happy. Now let's go more. So the Bible says, and because he saw it pleases the Jews, he proceeded further. Lift your hands in the name of Jesus. I stop the advancement of the devil. Now you are saying that somebody who mean it, yeah? We are prophesying. Lift your hands. Say in the name of Jesus. I stop the advancement of the devil. Would there be any lady whose name starts with T-S something? Because I'm picking a name. Yeah. I'm picking a name, but I can't pronounce your South African name. T-S, come, come. I want three of you to mention the name for me. Your name is what? Sakai? Yes, come come forward. Another person? Yeah, come. But it's a lady. Oh, okay. What is the name? Come, come. What's the name? Say the name. Oh, same. Wow. Look, I'm not a prophet, but I see. Yeah. I'm not a prophet, but I see. I was the first person to see that President Mills of Ghana will become president. Is there a Ghanaian here? Yeah. I was the first person. I was preaching in um, Bishop's Friends Church. Pastor Steve. You too, what's your name? It's a piso. In fact, it's closer to this person's name. There's an O in it. But I'll pray for all of you. Yeah. I was in Pastor Steve's church and I saw him sitting at the White House. I said, sir, he was there to do campaign. I didn't even know he was there. And I was preaching the last. I said, sir, I see you sitting at the White House. And if you're sitting at the White House, it means you become president of Ghana before you die. He came to London and he asked me, are you sure of what you said? I said, yes. Because at that time, we have come from Rawlings' 20 years military rule. So nobody thought that NDC would come back again. So he himself was not sure. And I said, I'm not a prophet, but what I see come to pass. I didn't come here as a prophet, did I? Yeah. So I don't have to say anything. But whatever the Lord shows me, come to pass. I went to Ghana. He came back to my hotel and said, are you sure of what you saw? I said, if you don't become a president, it means God is not there. That was the only election in Ghana. They did it three times before they could announce the winner. Yeah. And became a president. Wow. 
And you know, when he died, somebody sent me a test. And he said, Bishop, I was there in the church. But this is what you said. You become a president before you die. Somebody in Reverend Steve said, he said, Bishop, I was there. And you said you become a president before you die. So the death was inevitable. But God was going to honor him with that presidency. And he was the most honest president Ghana has ever had. Yeah. I'm not a prophet, but I see. Everybody stretch your hands towards them. And this is what I see. I saw a big present, like a birthday present. When is your birthday? 7 October, 2023, 10th of August. Is anybody here whose birthday will be 10th of March? Anybody? Do you have anybody here? 10th of March. 10th of March, anybody? Tenth of March, your birthday. Is that your birthday, sir? Okay, then put your hands down. Yeah. All right. Now stretch your hands towards them. I see a present coming to you. There's a prayer request that you have been asking God. The Lord is bringing it to you. Amen. Stretch your hands towards them. Say in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. According to your revelation, revelation. granted unto them. In Jesus' name. In Jesus name. Amen. Do you have anointing oil here? You, you don't have. You don't believe in it, or yeah, we, you, you believe. We believe that they're praying for laying out of hands. Okay. Okay. All right. We don't anoint with oil. Okay. All right. Stretch your hands towards them. Everybody, say in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Father, Father, as we pray for them, pray for them. let your power. Bring the blessing to them right now. In Jesus' name. Amen. Put your hands together for them. On your birthdays, God is going to surprise you. Go back to your seat. And you'll come and testify. So if we go back to my test, because he saw, he proceeded and sees Peter also. Now, it was during the days of unleavened bread. The only thing that saved Peter was because it was holidays. Yeah. yeah. Was because it was holidays. That's the only thing that saved Peter. Look, this Herod was a killer. He has chopped the head of John the Baptist. He has killed James. So if he arrests Peter, Peter knew that he was going. Yeah. And people say that, well, Peter was sleeping because he was confident. No, he was not. He know that's the end of me. God, this Herod has killed John the Baptist. He has killed James. He has arrested me. But something changed the equation. Go to the next verse. Go to the next verse. And that's what going. So when he had arrested him, he put him in prison and delivered him to four squadrons of soldiers to keep him, intending to bring him before the people after Passover. Which means he wanted to make sure he killed him. Yeah. We are not magnifying the devil. But we are letting you know his tricks. As the Bible says, lack of knowledge. If you don't know something, then you just vulnerable to it. If you don't know the driving rules, 
then you drive anyhow and get ticky. Yeah. We've got to know. The Bible says we are not unaware of the tricks of the devil. Yeah. Intending to keep him. To bring him after the Passover. But the church over here realized that there is a power somewhere. Go to the next verse. So when the next verse, verse 5. But Peter was therefore kept in prison. But constant prayer. Somebody say constant prayer. Somebody say constant prayer. Somebody say constant prayer. Yeah. Now, you know the story. After the prayer, angels came from heaven to take Peter from the prison. Now, the question is, why didn't angels come down when James was arrested? There was no prayer. There was no prayer. And you see, God is not a respecter of persons. He gives you the key. He gives you the principles. You've got to let it apply. Like the principles that Apostle was teaching. You, uh, you follow the principle, you get the results. The Bible says pray without season. The Bible says resist the devil. So if you don't resist the devil, the devil is there. Yeah. He will not flee. Constant prayer was made for him and the Bible says angels came down. Now, if constant prayer has not been made for him, he would have also suffered premature death. He was also under 40. Lift your hands and say in the name of Jesus. As I begin to pray, I shall not die young. My children will not die young. My church members will not die young. My pastors will not die young. We will all live long to decree and to declare the things of God. Yeah. Constant prayer. So prayer is the key here. And the Bible says that these are the things you have to pray against. When you are traveling, put your hands on the car and pray. And say in the name of Jesus, this car will never have accident. You command the road. You see, as believers, we command. We don't complain. I remember I was going to Congo and two hours into the flight, the pilot said, well, I have an announcement to make. And when pilots speak in the middle of the journey, it means there's trouble. So they only speak when you're about to take off and they speak when you are landing. If they speak in the middle, then it means there's trouble. You say, well, this is your pilot speaking. So unfortunately, we have developed a very terrible fault. When he said terrible fault, the plane became quiet. And he says, aviation fuel is going in the engine. And you know, aviation fuel is very volatile. And the engine as it's flying, it's very hot. So what he's saying is that any moment from now, this plane can just blast, blow. Wow. When he said that, there was no heart in anybody. I was looking at my, thinking about my beautiful wife. And my children. And fear was about to grip me. Then I remembered that there was an incident in the Bible. When Paul and the people were on the sea. And the sea was breaking. And Paul said to them, everybody stay next to me. Because I'm here, nobody will perish. Now look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, sit next to me. Because I carry the anointing. If you are next to me. You shall never perish. When the Holy Ghost dropped that in my mind, I stood in the plane. And I said, everybody listen to me. 
The pilot has given us fear. But he doesn't control the answer. I serve the living God. I was with my accountant called Pastor Philip. And he was shocked. I said, I serve a living God. And because I am in this place, everybody will land. Oh, lift your hands in the name of Jesus. Father, anoint me for seasons that I need you. I said, because I'm in this plane, what the pilot have said, it means we will be, we will be blown out any moment. And what he said that was scary is that the next airstrip that I can land is two hours away. If they had an airstrip ready, you would have just come down. It's two hours away. So how are we going to survive aviation fuel going to the engine for two hours? It's not possible. So everybody was so, it's like, okay, <laughs> what do I do? I stood and I lifted my hand and said, because I'm here. Look at them and say, because I'm here. Because I'm here. No, look at the other person, because you are sitting next to me. Nothing will happen to you. And I lifted my hands in the plane and I prayed. You see, when people are desperate, anybody who offers prayer, they will, they will take it. Everybody was like, yeah, yeah. I prayed. And when I finished, I sat down. I sat down like this. And I had a, 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 an American hat. And I crossed my leg like that. And I put it on my relax. Now, because I was relaxing, everybody was also relaxing. Now, relax, relax, relax next to your neighbor and say, look here, neighbor, relax, I'm here. So, we were counting down 30 minutes, we were going. One hour, we were going. One and a half hours, we were going. One hour, 45 minutes, the pilot said, well, we'll be landing. Then hope was coming. Then we landed. Then you know what I I did? I was the last person to leave the plane. And when I left, all of them have lined up, looking at me. And when God give you a miracle light, I change your walking. May the Lord grant you a miracle. I said, may the Lord grant you a miracle. I said, may the Lord grant you a miracle. Yeah. So, as a believer, you carry power. I was not ready to die at that time. I was not even 45. Yeah. I wouldn't have been here encouraging you and blessing you we will power and the power that the lord has given us comes through prayer have you seen somebody praying in the plane maybe there were some believers in there but they 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 were chicken yeah look when things become tough and everybody is confused lift your hands wherever you are and say i serve the risen lord and because of that risen Lord, this evil thing will never happen. Amen. Yeah. Premature death. It saved Peter. Now, time will not permit. Let me just talk about one and we begin to pray. Can you put my time on for me to see? John the Baptist. I always say that John the Baptist shouldn't have died. The death he died. Yeah. John the Baptist. Matthew chapter 3. Verse 1 to 12. Wow, I have 13 minutes. <laughs> when I use this book, that's why I say I only go to prayer conference. I preach it one hour, then we pray for one hour on the topic. Yeah. Because whatever we say, the Lord hears. Yeah. Whatever we pray. Look, John the Baptist was prophesied 
to be great. But his death was anticlimax. Yeah. If you read the book or you go and read Matthew chapter 13. Remember John the Baptist was a cousin of Jesus. And he was the one who baptized Jesus. But when he was arrested, apostle, and was in prison, he sent his disciples to go and ask Jesus, is he the one? Wavering of faith. And you could see that Jesus was not happy with that. Because you baptized me. You are the one who had a voice coming from heaven that this is my beloved son. I didn't even hear you had it. And the Bible says anybody who doubt in faith, double-minded, don't think you receive anything. And God is not a respecter of persons. So John the Baptist, when he said that, Jesus said, go and tell John. Go and tell him. The answer is somebody who is not pleased with, 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 with what you have asked him. So go and tell John. What is he talking about? The blind see. The lame walk. The dead are risen. Why are you asking this question? It means at that time, John has lost faith in Jesus. Now, listen to this. If John has said that you can kill me, but that Jesus is my cousin. If you cut me into pieces, he can put it back. John will not be dead by now. They would have carried the head to Jesus. And Jesus would have put it back. Because even before that, even somebody who was an unbeliever, when the, 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 the ear was cut, Jesus put it and put it back. Now, a medical doctor, you will let us know, is the same principles of putting the ear back, is the same principle of putting the head back. It's the same miracle you need. Can I get an amen? It's the same miracle you need. If you can put the ear back, you can put the head back. Jesus would have done that. Look, look at, in the book I write about Mary. When he came to Jesus and talked about the brother, Lazarus. When Jesus came, I always say that the point of resurrection of Lazarus was more based on Mary's faith. She says to Jesus, you Jesus, if you were here, my brother will not die. When John is doubting him, Mary is saying, you Jesus, ah, the way I know you, if you were here, my brother will never die. When Jesus said, oh, your brother will resurrect, say, yeah, I know. You see, the faith could not go beyond resurrection. But she had that much faith in Jesus as the resurrection and the life. And Jesus said, I'm the resurrection and the life. They that believe in me, even though they die, they'll rise again. Now, if Jesus could raise Lazarus, who was not an apostle, three days. If John, who was an apostle, who baptized Jesus, who was a cousin, if he believed in Jesus, he would not die the death that he died. This afternoon, I want to recommend to somebody that believed that you shall not die young. Lift your hand and say, I shall not die. I will live to declare the goodness of God. Now, rise on your feet because I want us to pray.
in the book, I talk about other topics, mysterious delays. The devil brings delays against the church. Yeah. Yeah. Some of us, we are not married. The devil is delaying us. Yeah. Yeah. He's delaying us. I prophesy that God will bring early satisfaction to your life. A year by now, every young lady who is not married will have their wedding. Yeah. I talk about it in the book. When Daniel prayed, the Bible said, from day one you, you prayed, I answered, but the prince of Persia. So sometimes, princes of Persia. But today, any prince of Persia will move your hand from our blessing. I talk about satanic ambush and strike. This is a, a prayer conference book. But lift your hands. Say in the name of Jesus. Father, this morning, this afternoon, as I pray, I come against any negative work of the devil concerning my life right now. Open your mouth and begin to pray right now. Open your mouth and begin to pray. Open your mouth and begin to pray. Mali brosso katabali anderebekabe brasso katababa. You are praying against every negativity, every negative work of the devil. Lema katabali brosso babando bokobo. Come on, you are praying. Come on, you are praying. Come on, you are praying. You are doing well. You are doing well. You are doing well. Resist the devil and he will flee. You're praying against every work of the devil. Ah, Lima Sobobon Debe. You're praying against every work of the devil. Every attack of Satan. You're coming against it. 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 Every work of Satan, I come against it right now. I come against it right now. I come against it right now. Premature death shall not be my portion. Delays will not be my portion. In the mighty name of Jesus, Father, touch and bless me. 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 Lekata brasando broka bali baba ramando boka bali brasaba akota ibriando roboka bo. In Jesus' name. Now listen to me. Listen to me. There are two people here. Listen to me. Don't meet me afterwards. There are two people here. Something tells you go and kill yourself. Suicidal thought. If you are that person, come forward. There are two people here. Something tells you, kill yourself, kill yourself. Anytime you're, you're sleeping, it pushes you, kill yourself. There are two people here. Come forward now. Yeah? I'm waiting for something tells you. Suicidal thought comes in your mind. It's of the devil. There are two people here. Suicidal thoughts come in your mind. I'm waiting for you. Quickly. I'm waiting for you. There are two people here. I'm not a prophet, but I see. And don't meet me later. It's not wrong. It's the enemy. It's the enemy. There's another person. It tells you, kill yourself. It comes in your mind. Another thing, now the year we are in February, 
Two people have died in your family. Come forward. Death is a spirit. We are in February. Two people have already died in your family. And they are younger than 70. Come forward. Premature death will never be your portion. Quickly. 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 You've had two funerals in your family. We are just in the month of February. Come forward. Come forward. Quickly. 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 What I see, I say. Now, tomorrow we will do a lot of prayer. Yeah. Stretch your hands towards them. Say in the name of Jesus. Death is not their portion. Premature death will never come to them. Open your mouth and begin to pray for them. Open your mouth and begin to pray for them. La tabra so katabali moman debe. Makatabria sataria libokaba. Etabo briando bosotaba. Rabalianda baka sotobo. In the name of Jesus, 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 I come against every work of the devil. In Jesus' name, I pray and I use you as a point of contact. Every heros attack on your family, I destroy it. May the Lord bless your family with longevity. In Jesus' name. I come against any premature death. Spirit of death. Spirit that works against your mind. Spirit that says you are worthless. Spirit that speaks against your life. Father, by the reason of the anointing, with the anointing of the men and women of God here, be free from that spirit. May you receive life. Let life be in you. Woman, thou art loose. Woman, thou art free. You will live long. Suicide thought out of her mind. And may life come to her. Father, I pray for her. Let life be her portion. Let her be in the land of the living. Any suicide thought, I cast it out. Be free from every attack of the devil. May your mind be renewed. May you know your self-worth. And may life come into you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Everybody look. All heads bow. All heads bow. In my one minute, in case you are here and you don't know Jesus, to you, even if you pray, it's not going to go anywhere. First, Christ needs your soul. Yeah. You have to be born again to be able to enjoy the covering. And if you are here, say, Bishop, I want to give my life to Jesus. All heads bow. I want you to lift your hands and I pray with you. You say, I want to give my life to Jesus. Anybody here like that? You want to commit your life to Jesus? We don't want to take it for granted that everybody is born again. Anybody here like that? You want to give your life to Jesus? Anybody here? Everybody is a believer? Then lift your hands and begin to thank God. 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 We bless you, we bless you, we bless you, we bless you, we bless you. Let's put our hands together for Apostle. 
Thank you for joining us during this episode. Join us next time even as we continue to learn and grow with Apostle David Muluzi. Also, visit our website for more at cfcpolokwane.com. God richly bless you.